0: In all honesty, if, the, if the, the UC's tactic was gonna be to take stuff off their offer, to um, be able to scare people, that would have happened already. There's a reason why their last best offer remains exactly the same as what it has been. And that's because they can't get away with changing it and making it worse. They don't want to be guilty of any kind of unfair labor practice charge and they know that politically that makes them look so treacherous that obviously that's not something that they feel like they can do politically
1: this is the bam podcast episode six building a strike to win movement from uc to the uk analysis of the ongoing uc strike in a global context defeating the insufficient TA and where to go from here. Visit us at BAM, bam What follows is a discussion from BAM's December 17th, 2022 tribunal, which took place the day after a narrow majority of two UAW bargaining teams voted to put a tentative agreement before their members in an effort to end a five-week strike of thousands of graduate students and professional researchers in the University of California, the largest higher education strike in California history. BAM's tribunals are national organizing centers for leading and building the movement for equality. In this discussion, BAM national chair, lead attorney, and veteran labor organizer, Shanta Driver, speaks with BAM's spectrum of labor organizers from California to the UK together with UC graduate students currently on strike about the importance of the UC strike and how to win the most out of this historic struggle at its current turning point.
2: This has just been like an incredible and historic last few weeks, especially not just in the UC system, but really on the whole national and international picture and struggle And I'm really, really glad that BAM has been at the forefront of a set of interventions on both sides of the Atlantic um, and including in California. So I'd like us to discuss the UC strike and where things are at, lessons that we've drawn, and then also how we can organize and mobilize to defeat this TA that's um, just recently been announced. So Shanta, I was going to turn it over to you to um, introduce that. Great, thank you. Um, I wanted to just start by saying
0: that the um, success that we had this week at the AGU, which we'll discuss as the second point of the agenda, would not have been possible if it wasn't for the strike wave in the UCs. The two events were completely tied together because what we met, the people that we met at the AGU were graduate students and postdocs and research, you know, uh, professors and all of the different categories of people that have been active in the UC struggle over the past um, month. And they were radicalized just by seeing that struggle unfolding. And they came to our um, workshop that we had. Um, that was a a quickly called together meeting um, that was based on the flyer that we'll read um, ostensibly, but would not have had the people at it who were at it if it hadn't been for the strike. The the best of the people who came to our meeting were women who were from um, a bunch of different campuses and who really, wanted to learn how do you fight to win and regard themselves as being radicals, as being people looking for alternative ways to fight and for a program that can win. And, um, and so the easiest um, point that we could, the easiest example that we could point to in terms of what we mean by mass action and what will unfolding in the next period of time was the the UC struggle. And, um, and I think that um, we gained a tremendous amount at this conference, among other things, because I think we have a core group of people who want to apply those lessons to building um, actions and events to influence what is happening with the global crisis of climate change. So that was the first point I wanted to make. The second point is this. um, In the next week, there'll be a vote of the two really big and important unions that um, have been a part of the UC struggle and have made up the vast majority of striking workers, which are um, graduate student TAs and graduate student research assistants. And the contract that they'll be voting on is essentially the contract that has been there um, and was um, voted down um, by the bargaining committee um, a few weeks ago, which is simply management's last best offer, which is barely different from what their first offer was. And the, um, the reason why this same contract which has been regarded as being completely unacceptable is being voted on again is because there were was a period in the last two weeks where voluntary mediation was entered into and voluntary mediation means the mediator has no power whatsoever to influence either side to to budge on any questions and in this case The relevant side was the UC administration. And um, usually in mediation, um, bargaining committee members are told not to discuss what's happening in mediation. And in this case, there would not have been much to discuss because it appears that absolutely nothing happened. And that largely um, this two week period was used by the administration to stonewall The mediator was the mayor of Sacramento. So obviously somebody from the state capital who was an agent of the governor and um, absolutely tied to the UC administration and so had no incentive to try to do anything that the UC administration was opposed to. And, And then on the other side of stuff, they were the two things that, we had been fighting against um, happening in, in terms of the other two groups of workers that settled their contract, which was from the beginning, BAM had been calling on all of the four unions to pledge that no one would settle until everyone settled so that there would be the strongest united front and the best basis for the continuation of all of the strikes until in particular, a just settlement was reached with the newest group of people which are the graduate research students. And that didn't didn't happen. We got a number of people to vote no which was great on the two contracts. And, um, but the fact that they settled meant that um, as of the point that the mediation started, the two graduate student unions were, were left on their own and um, and were, in fact, the most vulnerable group of strikers and not just the strongest numerically, which, which they were, um, but were also the strongest in that they had the closest ties to undergraduates who could be mobilized in support of this, these strikes and contract negotiations and, and to the community and to the other workers on the UC campuses who are unionized and who often feel like they're the invisible, forgotten group of people who are, um, are working every day in the UCs to see that people are fed, that the offices are cleaned, that the lawns are pristine, all of that and and so um, you know the, the and that strength of those two graduate student sectors continues on the problem now is that um, the UAW bureaucracy was very successful in getting the picket lines taken down in the two weeks of mediation they were also very successful in um, in making it impossible for um for there to be undergraduate organizing um because because the picket lines were taken down and there wasn't a visible force out there that was galvanizing the undergraduate students or the other workers and thirdly i think one of the lessons everyone will learn from this is we have to have a completely elected union leadership at every level of the union, because um, otherwise it's possible for higher up bureaucrats who are in all honesty, very good at um, conducting strikes that are extremely limited in what they can win or are organized frankly to lose, Um, Having those same bureaucrats in charge of um, communication with the rank and file and in the graduate unions, the the main way that that has been manifest is the contact people for each department who who have been taking the straw polls and communicating with um, their fellow workers in their respective departments but who are not elected and um, and are probably not the strongest people to be be doing that. Some of them undoubtedly are, but it's it's been a mix and um, that group of people could have been significantly strengthened if they had been elected by the rank and file. Um, This is the the, the contract was settled um, as uh, yesterday, on the very last day of the term anywhere in the UCs, um, everybody's off the campus, everybody's very atomized at this point, they're back at home. And um, what I think has the, the best potential of saving um, this strike and, um, and getting the contract that the graduate students deserve are the bargaining committee people who voted no, who kept strong, who stood on their principles and just said, this is crazy. Why would we vote to to offer something back to the members that they already rejected? And we're no different than we were in terms of our place in, in bargaining that we were two weeks ago. We're at impasse. Now we have two choices. We either ask the um, California PERP to issue an impasse, and we go into binding arbitration or mediation um, for this contract, or we continue our strike and use all of the strength that we have and all of the potential strength that we have in terms of support from the undergraduate students, but also the communities. that that are definitely behind um, these strikes. Everybody feels so inspired by the fact that there's this massive strike that's been taking place in California. And um, there's every unionized worker. I have a lot of contacts with a lot of unions, especially in Detroit and in Massachusetts where I am now that have been texting me and asking, asking for more and more details about what's happening in the ECs of hospital workers, of nurses, of all kinds of people that are truly inspired to see that somebody took a stand and fought. So there is a massive amount of support out there. And what we will do as BAM is do everything that we can to um, help get a no vote on the the contracts that are um, coming up for a vote on Monday, um, do everything that we can to help the two bargaining committee no no votes, no people who voted no, to get whatever information they need, legal or otherwise, to um, advance their campaign to get a no vote and do everything that we can to win this strike. I think that even if this contract is accepted, this strike will be of enormous importance and will be a victory, a victory that's too limited, but a victory nonetheless, because it means that going into the next contract fight two and a half years from now, we're talking about you know 15 or 16,000 graduate students standing together, being able to fight together and Um, being able to pull with them the um, academic researchers and the postdocs, and to be able to create a whole new landscape for public education in the state of California. So I look forward to all of the reports today. And um, as I said, we are available to do everything that we can to advance this process and Um, to help people um, who are trying to get a no vote to do so. Very last thing I want to say about this strike is that um, I've been involved in union activity um, for over 35 years now. I came out of college and the one thing I wanted to be was a union organizer, especially among Um, Black and Latina and other minority and immigrant women workers. And um, I moved to Detroit to do that. I started working at um, a hospital to organize a union um, that of um, service and maintenance workers um, within the hospital. So the the kind of people that are organized um, in the UCs that we're fighting for there as well as Um, the people who are on strike and the people who are on strike are fighting for. And um, the, the one lesson I can say that has been consistently true is that oftentimes union members vote for a contract because they can't imagine that the bargaining committees they have will do much better if they're sent back to the table again because They fail to um, come back with better offers, even when there have been no votes. But in the next set of union elections, where it's possible to elect a new president, a new vice president, a new executive board, new stewards, et cetera, those same workers are absolutely dedicated to getting a new leadership into the unions, their unions, so that the situation that people found themselves in this time will not be repeated again. So for everybody who is taking uh, uh, the stance of voting no, I promise you, you will be heroes. And I really beg of you to run for union office, join BAM, join Strike to Win, and um, put forward a slate of candidates in the next union elections that come up because you should be the leadership of the union. And I absolutely believe that that is possible. So
2: thank you, that's it. Great, thanks a lot, Shanta. So um, I'm really glad we've got some folks who are still on strike and um, we've shared the link from the members of the bargaining team that released that statement who voted no on these TAs, which was really useful and it had links to other aspects of the TA like doing an analysis against the what's going to be voted on specifically. Um, And we're really glad that there have been people from Santa Barbara and Santa Cruz and Merced and other folks and we know there's a ton of support for this strike continuing throughout the UCs and beyond as Shanta said. And so um, we definitely want to hear from you just, you know, where you see things, what your plans are, what we can do to support and help. Thank you. Just really quick.
0: Um, I wanted to know if, um, if you guys have seen the flyers that we put out um, around the um, postdoc and AR contracts because they had exactly the same issues of fear of being told that, oh, we're gonna get a worse offer, that oh, we're gonna get nothing. And, um, and just having no idea what was to come next. And um, I think that obviously we can make all of those available to everyone. They are on exactly the same issues. And I think would be a good start in terms of um, align those fears and getting out the truth.
1: We met some uh, some really great graduate students um, that have invited me to, or invited us to participate in the Strike to Win um, committee meetings. So I, the first one I went to uh, yesterday was their third meeting. And I thought it was, you know, if you wanted to hear how great the TA was and, you know, w- whatever, rah, 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 you should vote for it you kind of listened to the official union leadership and if you were you know one of the people that thought that was angry and thought that you know you could win more um then you then you were able to listen to an analysis of the of the contract that was much more critical um so yeah so i i would really like to see us um you know, continue to work with that group. But I do think it's also, um, you know, important for us to have, you know, meetings like this, because I think, you know, in your own union, in your own struggle, things can get a little bit more narrow than they actually are. And I think have, you know, a chance for us to have an international meeting with people that are also leading the struggle in the UK. I mean, that's, we need to feel like that. We need to feel that strength of our power internationally and, um, in order to win. So, um, so yeah, but I, I definitely think there is an appetite and a perspective for needing to continue to organize, um, beyond, uh, beyond this strike. So we want to continue to work with Strike to win. I think I think as UC Berkeley focused, um, there's, you know, any other groups that that have that perspective, we got to find them and meet them and also invite them to to join us in in trying to broaden this struggle beyond the campus into the communities, you know, and beyond California, even. So that's it.
3: Hi, everyone. Thank you. Um, to be part of this meeting. I'm from Move for Justice by Any Means Necessary, uh, we're a sister organisation in the UK. I just want to make a short comment. I, I don't know if, how much news coverage you've got uh, of what's going on in the UK, but in December we have strikes, workers, transport workers, postal workers, um, or oh, I can go through the list, health workers, nurses were on strike yesterday, for, on Thursday for the first time in a hundred years. We got uh, basically we got strikes every single day of um, of um, of this month of December, and we have got teachers going uh, planning to go on strike in January. So we have a massive strike wave across the country, particularly in the public sector. The main problem with that that the strikes are all separate. The bureaucracies have organised them separately, and this whole thing about don't settle until everyone settles is such a, an important demand. And we have now established a strike to win committee caucus, uh, you know, similar to, to BAM.
0: It's just so infuriating how the union is going about these things.
1: I. It's appalling.
0: Um, I've been a union leader. I'm the national chair of BAM. I'm a lawyer and um, we are totally happy to provide any information that we can in meetings and writing. We have a lot of stuff in writing on where you guys are at, but the bottom bottom line is you are um, in no worse shape than you were two weeks ago when voluntary mediation began. You are in exactly the same position that you were at. And in all honesty, if the, if the, the UC's tactic was gonna be to take stuff off their offer, to um, be able to scare people, that would have happened already. There's a reason why their last best offer remains exactly the same as what it has been. And that's because they can't get away with changing it and making it worse. They don't want to be guilty of any kind of unfair labor practice charge. And they know that politically that makes them look so treacherous that obviously that's not something that they feel like they can do politically. I I think what's really hard to understand about these, about where the American Union leadership is at, is that they feel absolutely tied to the Democrats. And they, every single policy of theirs is shaped by what they think will help the Democrats. And at this point, they don't want rising expectations of anyone. They don't want Um, They don't want graduate students across the country to think, oh, we could get $10,000 raises. They don't want, you know, rail workers to think, oh, maybe we could actually get some off days sometime or, you know, have adequate sick pay. They want to keep everything and the expectations of people as low as possible because quite frankly, the people who fund the Democratic Party have no interest in sharing their corporate billions with the people that do the work and produce that revenue. And that's, that's unfortunately the, the, the most important thing at this point to the Democrats is maintaining that level of low expectation. I think from the standpoint of the UAW leadership, what they've been trying to balance between is being able to say, look, we got union recognition for all of these graduate research assistants. And that's a huge gain. So join the UAW, let us on onto your campus, do an organizing drive, because we can get you that. We can get you a first contract. We can avoid putting the membership through a grueling process of trying to get union recognition through an election. We can do it through the mechanism of getting 50% plus one cards and then bargaining a first contract. And that is an important gain. And it's an important gain that the UAW has made in this situation. But they've wanted to balance that gain against making it possible for people to win really big gains during this first contract fight, because they've wanted to limit stuff to the question of whether or not there was union representation, not how much could be won by a strike. And I think that um, that's that's been their balance. And everything that's been being said about, oh, we're just going to get worse and blah, blah, blah. It's just not true. It's not going to happen. I can guarantee you of that. The um, the the last time that the UCs decided to um, strike a posture of impasse, it was with the lecturer's union. They went into binding arbitration. They settled a contract. They got better than what the last offer was. They did get the UC to be found guilty of Um, of not bargaining in good faith, which is a violation of the law. And, you know, and and the sky didn't fall in. (laughs) They just decided to keep on bargaining and not to give up and not to back down. They didn't go on strike. If they went on strike, they could have won even more. You're already out on strike. All you need to do is continue this process. And when I say all you need to do is that, I know it's hard. I'm not saying like, oh, oh, here's a little nothing you have to do. You know, don't get paid. You know, don't grade papers. All of that. Take all the crap that you might take from some of the professors. Yeah, there's there's a lot of pressure on people, but the truth of the matter is that, uh, in terms of undergraduates, every single undergraduate will regard every one of the TAs that has stood their ground as heroes. They'll, they'll register, the progressive students will, which professors demanded that the researchers come back to work or the TAs come back to work and which ones didn't. And that is gonna shape the future of those professors. I went to Harvard a long time ago and there was a graduate student strike and I was part of a black student building takeover at the same time. And the struggles merged together. And because of that, it was possible for both, for everyone to win more. And um, one of the things that, that happened during that strike was everybody got A's. I mean, or in some cases what their last best grade was because no, the graduate students weren't gonna grade anything. But if you wanted a grade, they were sure happy to give you an A because that was the easiest way to maintain the strength of the strike and to maintain the community, student, parent, etc., support for it. And, and it made it possible for the people who were occupying a building to stay in that building and keep negotiating, because they didn't have to run out to take final exams. And the demand of the people who were occupying the building was one of them became recognition of the graduate students union because that was obviously a part of improving the conditions for students on that campus and for black students and the black communities in general. So I think that it, it, it just is, um, it, there is um, it is hard to understand always how it is that, these, that the people who are the union or, re, or considered to be the union are, um, are engaged in spreading false rumors and lowering expectations and using tactics that are um, atomizing and demoralizing. But at this point, I think the UAW feels that they've succeeded in what they want to get. And now their central job is making sure that these strikes do not win much more than management is prepared to offer at this point. And it's going to be, you know, it's just going to be up to you guys to make clear that that no, we don't have to accept this. I I am happy to meet with anybody, you know, talk, me, answer questions, whatever. Um, I've represented a bunch of unions, including the Detroit Teachers Union and, um, and industrial unions. So um, and I've been through a lot of contract negotiations, which um, when you're at the bargaining table, you can be really drawn into feeling like you can't win more than what's been offered because you're isolated from other people. And you don't, you know, you feel worn down and kind of dragged out. And, um, but the minute you are back before the membership, you can really get your behind kicked by a bunch of the members who are wondering why you just, you know, are offering the same garbage that you already gave them and was already rejected. So I, I just do think that it's possible to get a no vote. It's difficult but it's not impossible. So, yeah, that's it. Thank you.
2: This has been the BAM podcast. The movement needs leaders. It needs people to join BAM. Follow the BAM podcast, visit BAM, B-A-M-N dot and join us on our Discord to build the movement. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash BAM page. Our YouTube is youtube.com slash national BAM. We are on Twitter at followbam, on Instagram at join BAM, and on TikTok at join BAM. Thank you for listening.